everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's John Bozica, 10 until noon, Monday through Friday. Here on 1480 WHBC. John Bozica, 1480 WHBC. Going to go to the phone line here, bringing our first guest of the morning, and that is Jim Adams, Kansas City Health Commissioner, as part of the show today. Jim, how are you today, sir? I'm great, John. Thank you. Good. Good to have you on the show, as always, and uh, good to have you as uh, part of the discussion. And, um, you know, I, I, I was curious, you know, about a, a couple of different things this morning because we're still kind of in the in the deepest part of of dealing with covid here because we we really don't have enough people vaccinated and i kind of wanted to start there are, are people still neglecting to take it at this point jim and and um what are you telling those people if they are well you know as you know ohio's vaccination rate is still hovering at around 50% or slightly less than 50% and we would like to see that as high as possible we know that vaccinations are safe and they are effective against uh, coronavirus, including the Delta variants, they will help prevent the, the uh, contracting serious illness. And so it's still important for people to look at and become vaccinated to help spread, uh, prevent the spread of coronavirus in the community. You know, a lot of people have said that part of the reason why they're not getting the vaccine or part of the reason why they're not wearing a mask is because of personal freedom and that they feel like they have that personal right. Jim is a healthcare professional. How do you toe the line between personal freedom and safety? Well, I mean, we all have the ability to make choices, right? And so, you know, what we would like to do is is for people to really consider the consequences of their choices. And we make choices all the time, whether we're going to smoke or not smoke, whether we wear a seatbelt or not wear a seatbelt. And we, you know, we understand that there are consequences, you know, up from those decisions. And the same thing goes with um, becoming vaccinated for coronavirus or, frankly, any other vaccine preventable illness. Yeah, if we decide not to become vaccinated for coronavirus, then there are consequences to that. And the consequences are that you may experience serious illness. Your family members may experience serious illness. You may be excluded from work at some time if you're ill. And so, you know, we just encourage people to really consider all the options that they have and make the decision that's best for them. Why do you think there has been that sense of that it is going against my personal freedom to take a vaccine or to do something like that? Why do you think people have continued to say that and, and go through that at this point? You know, that's a good question, and I, that's, an, that's a question that I don't really have a very good answer to. Um, you know, I think there's been a continuing trend for, um, for us to uh, not consider good science when we make decisions. We're typically very, very poor at evaluating risk, especially health risk. And, you know, with the amount of chatter and social media chatter around this topic, it's very difficult for most of us to figure out, you know, what is uh, the good recommendation and the good science and what is bad science. 
Jim Adams, Ken City Health Commissioner, is my guest. Jim, are we headed back towards mask mandates? I don't think mandates. I think we are definitely uh, looking at mask recommendations. Uh, we do know that uh, there are some very simple behavior changes we can do to help prevent the spread of coronavirus. And one of those is wearing a, a mask or face covering, definitely staying home if we feel sick, and uh, and getting vaccinated. And, and those kinds of things are still going to be strong recommendations. What is your opinion of how school systems and, and public schools should handle the vaccine and mask wearing? What do you think of those things, Jim? I think, you know, because the vaccine is not available to a vast majority of younger students, those that are under the age of 12, then I think uh, requiring or recommending masking for students while they're in school is a very good recommendation. And I believe the state is supposed to come out with some recommendations today. I'm anxious to see what those are, uh, but I would anticipate that they are going to strongly recommend that there is universal masking in schools uh, because of uh, it's it's very difficult to determine vaccination status of all those in the school building. Why do you think parents continue to to feel as though that that's a um, almost like a violation of things? Why do you think parents continue to feel that way, Jim? Um, you know, again, I I think I go back to you know what we've been seeing as as chatter for social media and turning it into you know, a discussion about personal freedoms and you can't make me do something rather than allowing somebody to make a choice based upon good science and good facts. Do you think social media has hurt us more than anything during this virus? Um, I don't know about more than anything. I think that it has not helped. Uh, I think it's very easy to to share uh, things that are not true on social media. Uh, it's And it's very difficult for us to to gain an understanding of, of what is a complex scientific issue on just a screen full or so of information. And so, you know, we tend to see one tweet, you know, a couple sentences and form uh, a very significant decision based upon very little information. And so in that case, I think it has provided us a great disservice. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know what, I know that, that a lot of people like to go there to find information, but, but it's really... It's really become dangerous throughout this, hasn't it? Well, when misinformation is spread through social media, for some strange reason that I can't explain, we tend to be hardwired to believe the most outlandish claims uh, rather than taking the time to figure out, you know, what are the, the good the good science behind it. So we tend to just, you know, want to believe the most outlandish things, and that gets spread and respread until it's it becomes, at least in our minds, fact. Well, and and people, as you said, they tend to latch on to those things. <clears throat> as Jim Adams is my guest, Canton City Health Commissioner, when people latch on to those things then, Jim, and they come to you and they say those things, what do you say in response to them? I, I know we've we've gone over this discussion before, but what do you continue to say to them so that those don't become gospel for, for people? Sure. I mean, I think the challenge is to, is to say, look at, look at the information critically. Uh, look what can be true and what is obviously false. And generally, if a claim is is too good to be true, it probably is. And it just to just to kind of challenge people to use their innate intelligence to make a good decision based upon good science and good facts. Haven't the lines between what is true and what is false been blurred though throughout this, Jim? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, 
uh, people will make uh, you know, just a single claim, uh, unsupported, unsubstantiated by any real information. And like we said on social media, that gets shared and shared and shared until it takes on a life of its own. But it's still not supported by any facts. It, it's just it's it's unique to me because it 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 almost leaves me without having anything to say because I don't I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. You know, Jim, like I don't think I've ever seen anything else in our world where people start to believe lies so quickly. I mean, obviously there have always been conspiracy theorists and things like that, but but you know when it starts to hurt people, it, it takes on a different meaning, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And you know those kinds of things have always been in place. Uh, but I think the like uh, the way the me- the social media works now, it tends to amplify those effects. Yeah, yeah. Jim Adams is my guest, Canton City Health Commissioner. So, Jim, now that people are um, still not getting vaccinated at the rate that you would like, what is the rate of vaccination that you would like to see from Ohioans? And past that, how can people go and get vaccinated at this point? Because it would seem like there's quite a few ways, isn't there? Oh, sure. I mean, vaccinations, uh, COVID vaccination is widely available in the community. Um, most places will accept vaccinations on a walk-in basis, a drugstore, health departments, uh, clinics, things like that. Uh, we'd certainly like to get our vaccination rate up to around 70 percent, uh, and that will help protect, uh, provide great protection in our community. Last question for you, Jim. Do you anticipate all of the people who are vaccinated now having to get a booster shot in the future? Yeah, that's a good question. I think the jury is definitely still out on that. Um, The people that are doing that research are watching that very closely to find out how long the immunity is lasting from uh, these original vaccinations. So really, the jury is still out. We just don't know. Jim Adams, Canton City Health Commissioner, I appreciate your time as always, sir, and uh, look forward to doing this again next week. Uh, I do too. Thank you, John. I hope you guys have a good morning. You too, Jim. Have a good one.